Good morning, Rabbi. Say welcome back. Coming to you live from the Summerton Community College, Summerton, Philadelphia. Beautiful, lovely, lively Monday morning. We kick off another beautiful week of Evan Shleim over here. And we are in Perikvav. Sivit, excuse me, Zion. It's actually the second to last seminar that we have in Perikvav. Perikvav is from the shorter program here in uh, Evan Shleim, in Perik dedicated to Chinuch, educating, admonishing, and reprimanding and reaping nachas from our children, Be'ez Hashem. And it's the second to last simon. Uh, so it's a short, I'm sorry, second to last simon. Yes, short parak in, in, in uh, you know, quantity-wise, but this is packed, packed with ideas, packed with principles. And it's interesting that in Zion, so the Malakate, the Malakate of Evan Shlema, threw in over here, Pash, this related to Vav, which was talking about Teichach, to your kids. Um, Conditioning when you need to condition them, uh, uh, guiding and directing them when they need guidance and direction. So you shift sideways to between man and, and fellow man, not to your kids necessarily, but to anyone around you. And um, that's kind of where the parak is going to wrap up and, and the concepts of in general, giving people around us guidance, rebuke, uh, and direction. So says the guy, let's see. A person should train himself to be in the business of giving guidance and, and, and suggestions and tips to those around him when he sees people are in need of, of guidance, are in need of, of, of help and uh, constructive, improving um, ideas and suggestions. And we know again, doesn't mean to, to, uh, to <clears throat> rip somebody to shreds. I'm using the word rebuke, but really that's not the correct translation, as we mentioned earlier in the parak. is, as Rashi says so often in Sefer Bereshis, really means clarification, to clarify. Just to, to show somebody, you know, turn on the lights for them, let them see that, that they're drifting, let them see that they're off, let them see from an objective perspective that, you know, I, I don't think you're on, on um, a path that's taking you to good places. I think you're, you're a little bit off over here, a little bit off over there. Bir, bir We, we, you know, Einan Raya Nige Atzmai. People can see everyone's faults, but there's uh, but their own, everyone's flaws, but the personal ones. And that's what Teichacha really is. That, uh, you know, I, I see you've developed a bad habit. I see you've developed a bad lifestyle. I see, you know, this, I, I think you can do better than this. I think you should do better than this. I think you will do better than this. And you'll be in a better place if maybe you can improve yourself in here, there, and the other. So that's Teichacha. And says the guy, a person should not hesitate to be able to share Teichacha with Chaveref, with his peers. You should be able to be Meichiach them. And Heichacha, obviously, immediately goes hand in hand with the idea of wanting to assist them, wanting to aid them, wanting to help them. If, if your motivation are, is your motivation is obviously not that of wanting to assist them, wanting to help them, that's not Teichacha anymore. Really, you are disqualified from giving Teichacha. You know, your motivation is to, uh, you know, there's people uh, that, um, if it's a gripe, if it's a grudge, it's a grievance, or as people are just like far bitter, angry person, or whatever it is, if, if it's, if it's uh, you know, a... a um, a uh, re- release of some type of pent-up emotion. If it's an emotional kind of discharge, then that's not teichach anymore. 
and, and, and if you really feel that your friend does have an area that you should be improving in, so you know, you ask someone else to give it over to him, perhaps. But teichach, the real teichach is, you know, never is similar to what we had by parents. The parents, the guy told us, and disciplining his child cannot be a makas oyev, can't can't be, uh, you know, a battle to the finish, can't be out of anger, as we explained. Sometimes a parent will will discipline his child, think he's a master disciplinarian, but he's really just. You know, releasing his own pent-up nerves and his own stress, and and it's a you know he's having a very, he's having a, his kid made him crazy, his kid made him nuts, and he's got to get all that out of his system, and he has to you know it comes as a relief to him, um, to to get all that out of his system. Um, so that's that's um, a person who can't at that moment in time should not be giving his children any moser because. He's just really beating them up. He's really just, just to calming himself down. So that's not called Musr. Um, but when it is completely altruistic, it's completely because I see my kids are off. My kids are, are, are going, you know, need help, might need my assistance. That's not Makas. Oh, yeah, even then a, a patch, if you go with a patching school, is called for uh, words of, of, uh, of encouragement and discipline. They are more than called for. The same thing with our peers. You know, if we're doing it. We're, someone, someone can sometimes be like angry at the world or angry at this person or bitter inside, upset inside, inside, upset with himself. And, and sometimes it comes in the form of like giving the rest of the world Musr, right? Quote, unquote, giving everybody Musr. So that's just, again, that, that's, a, that's just a, a, a safety valve opening up. I'm really angry. I'm an unhappy person inside. I, I, I lack confidence. I'm, I'm far bittered, and how do I deal with that? I deal with that by like telling everybody how stupid they are, telling everybody else all the dumb things that they're doing, telling everybody else, you know, you guys are idiots. So I, I'm not, you know, tell myself I'm giving everybody muster. They need to hear the muster, but really I'm, I'm like dealing with my own, you know, my own issues that have to be worked out. That's not toichacha ever. Toichacha is I'm clarifying things for you. I want you to really see what's going on with you. It's not that I'm upset, not that I have time, it's not that I have grudges. Or grievances or gripes, not that I'm an angry and bitter person, but I, I really see, I really, I'm, I'm just want to help you. I'm just want to help you. I see, I see, uh, you know, your need of help. So I'm trying to help you out. Um, so, getting back to the guy, he's telling us that one should be in the business of giving people taichacha. You should give somebody taichacha. Al davar taiv. If you see your friend drifting, you see your friend deviating, you see your friend, he's involved in something that's just like not good for him. It's not good. Not good for you. Um, give him toichacha. Help him out. Give him clarity. Give him clarity. Let him see what he's doing wrong. Pasha, let him see what he's doing wrong. This is the biggest, you know, hatzalas nefashas you can do for another year. I Pasha, see someone, his, his, his learning is, is going down the tubes. His davening is going down the tubes. His relationships with other people are going down the tubes. He's, he's in vital need, in critical need of, 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 of help. How can you sit by and let it drown? That's teichacha. That's what teichacha is. It's leisamid adam reyecha. How can I see, let my friend drown? I see, you know, I don't see him. He doesn't come to shul anymore. He doesn't come to base medrash anymore. I see he looks, he walks around looking awful. See the way he, he's, he deals with his wife, with his kids. How can he let this guy drown? Teichacha. Give him some clarity. Give him some clarity, Rabbi Say. Teichacha is clarity. Got to give our friends clarity. And again, when, we're, when we know that Teichach is about giving them clarity, letting them get out of the muck and the mire and, and the, the mess that they're in, <clears throat> A, we understand how not to give Teichach. It's not about me. And I'm really, sometimes we're angry at people who don't come to Shul, right? 
Again, I'm so angry that you don't come. I get upset at you. So I'm going to really let you have it. How can you? Shake it. Shake it. You come to davening. Shake it. Right? Because I'm angry. I'm angry that you're not coming to davening. That's not teichacha. This is me getting at my anger. Now, why would Stamazai, let's, let's peel the psychological layers back even further. Why would someone get angry at somebody else because they don't come to shul? Why would you get angry at somebody? I'm not talking about your kids. They're not your kids, getting what they want. What? They're not getting what they want. Because the person is not getting what he wants, excellent psychological insight. That means, generally, I also really would love to not come to shul. I would love to be able to sleep in like my buddy does. I would love to take it easy, but I have too much guilt. I have too much guilt that gets in the way, too much social pressure, or if I don't come to shul, my my wife is going to nag me, my wife is going to give me a hard time. So I have to come to shul, but I'm very resentful that I come to shul. I'm not coming to shul happy. I'm coming to shul makes me very bitter, very far bittered, very embittered and bitter, bitter. Right? Um, I'm, I'm not very happy at all. And I see this guy who is quote-unquote liberated. He doesn't come to shul. And that makes me even more angry. That, that he shouldn't get to go to shul. And I have to go to shul, so I let him have it. But it's really just Arthur's chilling psychological insights that Arthur is giving us over here. That uh, it's really me getting out my own inner anger that I would also love to not be able to come to shul, but I have to come to shul, so I let this guy have it. So again, that's not musr. That's not toichacha. That's not toichacha. A person like that doesn't have the right to give toichacha. Toichacha is fakert. I, I see that my friend is drowning, and, and so that's the A. It has to make, make, it ensures that it has to be coming from the right place and the right attitude and the right person. And B, it comes in the right way. The delivery is such a different delivery when it's about, like, I really care about you. I, and I, I really um, love you. And I really have your welfare in mind. Your best interest is nothing but your best interest. I say, Rabbi Yid, Tyra Yid, Tyra, my Tyra Bruder, I, 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 you're drowning. You're drowning. You're drowning. I can't let you drown. That's Toichacha. So it says the guy, the person's got to be in the business of doing Toichacha. And look what happens if you don't. Look what happens if you do, and look what happens if you don't. So first of all, we understand why a person should really feel a natural compulsion to give Toichacha. Because, you know, we would walk by, we would see someone, mom is drowning. We'd say, uh, well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm uh, my wife's waiting for that. I'm sure somebody else will save you, right? I hope, I hope we wouldn't do that. I hope we wouldn't do that. What? That's right. I hope we wouldn't do that. I hope we wouldn't do that. And we would, we wouldn't, without hesitating, without thinking twice, we'd save this guy. And yet, we shy away from giving Musr, from giving Toichacha, even though it's the same thing, because we convince ourselves, oh, someone else will tell them, it's not my place. I'm not the right guy. Mechatesi, you know, he's not going to listen to me anyway. We make up all kinds of excuses and we let people drown. We let people drown. So says the guy. He gives us a positive reinforcement and a negative. Look, if the guy listens to you and he indeed improves himself, he improves himself. Uz, kol ha from that point to none, I, I give you a good schmooze, a good muster talk, and you talk, come back to Shul, you come back to the base Medrash, you come back home, you come back to, to Orthodox Judaism, I convince you to start keeping Shabbos again, to start keeping kosher, start keeping kosher. Yitzchak HaKan, you listening? I convince you to start keeping kosher again. Herst, I convince you to start doing mitzvahs again, because I'm not shy of giving Teichacha, I'm not shy of, 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 I realize, I see that you for what you really are, which is you're a drowning yid. So I, I, I rise to the occasion to help you out. 
if that if, if I do that and you indeed you indeed take that motivation and inspiration, then call al all your mitzvahs count towards my credits as well. Get entered in my file. Amazing. Imagine that. Imagine how many people Reb Noach Weinberg made from. Imagine how many people Yoshio HaMelech made from. He brought Gantz Klai Yisrael back. How many people Mayor Schuster pulled off of the wall and sent into Reb Noach Weinberg's office? You do that, even with one Yid, his entire portfolio, his entire future career, all the mitzvahs that he's going to do, get now entered twice. Avadi, he gets merit for them, he gets schar for them, sure. But I also get the same schar. I get the same merit, I get the same reward, because I was the agent, I was the catalyst. Said differently, and the answer is very straightforward, very clear, none of those mitzvahs would have happened if not for me. Therefore, I am the catalyst I am the, the, the underlying thrust and cause behind all those misses. So those are my misses to a certain degree. Therefore, I get schar for all those misses. That's incredible. That's incredible. Um, now, is this the reason why you should give someone teichacha? Why is it going telling us that? Don't usually do things l'shem shemaim. Shouldn't the reason be, why do you save somebody? Somebody's indeed draining in the river. You walk by, someone's literally draining, really draining. Drowning in, in the river, drowning in the pond, drowning, drowning in um, in the gutter, in one of those puddles over there. No, but really drowning. So you walk by and someone fell into a lake and you can't swim. So would we jump in to save him without hesitation or with hesitation? What's our answer that we, when we answer without hesitation, what's our answer? Will you jump in and save him with hesitation or without hesitation? Without hesitation. What if we're fully dressed with our shoes on? <laughs> Take out your phone because it's going to get... <laughs> yeah. We would jump in without hesitation. Of course we would. We're human beings. We'd jump in without hesitation. Correct, Arthur? Now, would we say, but for one moment, so Penny said he'd take out his phone for us, so should get ruined. As we're taking out our phone, would he say, one second, let, let me call... Uh, a, no, let me call ABC. Let me call CNN. Let me call Fox News. Let me just at least get a, like a news crew over here because if I'm going to do it anyway, let's get this, you know, recorded. Let's get this filmed. Let's, we can get, uh, you know, on, on national television. That would be amazing, right? So let's just give me, give me one second. Let me take a few seconds. Call some that, and get, we'll get the news crews down here, right? We'll get the, we'll get Rebianca Senior Valley down here to take footage. We'll, we'll put in the Hamodia, right? Right? Bushy Bass of the Somerton Community Cuddle saves saves uh, life, right? That would, man, that's great PR. So we would we would get the news crews out there first. Of course not. We wouldn't do that either, right? We wouldn't do that. Why not? Because we're not saving this person's life for prestige. We're not saving his life for publicity. We're saving his life. Why? Because how can you let another person die? So it's interesting that when we carry that over into spiritual terms, which is what the guy is telling us, why do you give someone tachach? Because they're drowning. They're, they're drowning in a veritable river of, of um, spiritual death. As the guy told us, he gives someone teichach, which is clarity when I see that, that, that he is 
going to a, he's, he's, he's drifting and deviating to a place that's going to be very bad for him. So I have to dive in to save him. I have to dive in to save him. And, and I have to see that blindingly and clearly, with, and with blinding clarity, I have to see that with, 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 with the clarity that it really should be seen for, and I have to give him clarity, I have to give him the beards of arm. And so I should be doing it, again, my motivation should be for that sake alone, that, that um, how can you let another drown? How can you do that? How can I let this guy... Look, I see he's learning a shvach. I see he's not dominating like he used to do. I don't see Miranda anymore. I see he needs help. I see he's in trouble. How could I not help him out? That should be our motivation. So why is the guy telling us it should be the lishma, obviously, to save that guy for his sake? Why is the guy telling us that, look, and if you save this guy, you pull him out of the spiritual morass that he's in, all of his mitzvahs that he's going to do for the rest of his life are now your mitzvahs. All of his maizim tovim are your maizim tovim. All of his chuzim are your chuzim because they're only because of you. What, what, that's why I should do it? Why is the guy telling us that? Yeah, that's a very good question. We don't do things that's not why we want to save the guy. We want to save the guy again. It's like, it's exactly like, it sounds like the guy is saying, it's exactly like that guy that before he dives into the river to save the person who's drowning, he makes sure that there's a film crew around for us. He makes sure to call the newspaper first. Nobody's going to do that. So why am I saving the guy from spiritual, spiritual drowning for my furtherance? And the terrorists is, the guy has to give us this because he knows he needs to incentivize us because, as we mentioned earlier, we all have a natural inhibition when it comes to spiritual, um, spiritual saving of someone's life as opposed to physical. It's very easy for us to save someone from physical death. We would do it all without hesitation. Saving someone from spiritual death, we all have inhibitions. We, be, we get very shy. We get very... Um, busy with phone calls and things, we get we get very dist- not distracted. We get very um, discouraged. And what's the adjective that describes someone who lacks self confidence? We get very non self confident. But how do you say that in one word? Disparaged. No, like just. Dis- Someone who doesn't have self-confidence. Adjective specifically lacking self-confidence. Introverted. We get very introverted, which is also not the right word that I'm looking for. But it's a nice word, though, Arthur, and it has a lot of syllables. So that also that, that works. Good words with lots of syllables are always winners. Yeah, so I'm looking for one word that can describe in one, a one-word adjective some, someone who lacks self-confidence. Okay, we'll have to come up with a little last chat GBT later. Okay, we'll ask... What? Timid. Timid. Get timid. Okay, that's not a bad one. It's only two syllables. It's only two syllables. But um, I'll go, we'll go with timid for now. For now. We'll chat. We'll ask chat. Uh-oh. We say, I bring out chat GBT. There, I said later. I said later. Anyway. Okay. Just <laughs> Google. Google uses chat GBT now. Um, for their own or whatever. Everyone has their own AI now. Um i have to talk about that another time, Rabbi Say. Yeah? The Velt is beginning to forget that there's a Musig. Sado, yeah, artificial intelligence. Medavka thinks Sado, natural intelligence. Fagasnish from natural intelligence. Human intelligence. Fagasnish. Yeah? Okay.
Um, but but that's not this morning's discussion. Let, let's get back to uh, the matter at hand. So so why does the guy need to need to promote the idea of saving someone else because of look all of his chosim to give you your because he knows what he's up against. He knows lemaisa that we have inhibitions. We're, we're timid. We don't believe in ourselves. We lack self confidence. We have all kinds of reasons why. I'll let someone else tell them what he's doing. I'll let someone else direct him. I, I'm afraid he's going to get angry at me. I'm afraid of backlash. I'm afraid of whiplash. I'm, I'm afraid that he's, 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 he's going he's gonna to shout at me. He's going to get angry more. And he's not going to listen to me. The whole thing's going to be a brachal uh, Who am I? Right? Who am I? I'm the guy that gives people musr. So when we think of musr as rebuke and admonishment, then yes, maybe Taku, who are you? But when Musr is just giving some clarity, when Musr is saving someone's life, who aren't you? How can you not save somebody's life? And, and the guy needs to incentivize it. He needs to incentivize it. And he knows he needs to incentivize it because we all naturally shy away from giving Musr. We, 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 we shirk this duty because we, 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 are, we are timid. We are shy. We have inhibitions. We have inhibitions. And the guy says, look, the payoff is crazy. The payoff is nuts. If you go ahead and, and save someone's spiritual life, all of their future mitzvahs are yours. They're going into your file also because they're all in your, in your merits. How could you not do that? Okay? A vat of the going does not mean that that's why you should do it, but this is what gives us that extra kick, that extra incentive. Says the going fighter, and here how he, that's how he incentivizes it through positive reinforcement, and here's the negative. Um... If, after you give him Musr, he doesn't listen to you, so you're afraid he's not going to listen to you, right? So on the one hand, look, he might listen to you. It's worth the risk. If he listens to you, if, if you give him Musr, you know, you really should uh, come to... Now, remember, Musr is not fire and brimstone, Rabbi said. That's not what Musr is. Musr is not blasting somebody. Teichacha is birudvarm, clarifying. You give him honest, sincere, heartfelt clarity. It would be so amazing for you to come... Imagine how your day would be would be, how, how, how different your day would be if you start off with a Geshmaka Shacharis, you finish off with a Geshmaka Mayav, you come out with a, for a Geshmaka Seder. Imagine how good you feel if you have learning in your day, davening your day. That's, that's what Teichacha is. So if he listens again, everything that he did is yours. If he doesn't listen, you still didn't lose that, because you oh, he's not going to listen to me anyway. So listen to what happens if he doesn't listen to you. The schar that he would have gotten, I'm sorry, the schar that, that he is getting also goes to you. The schar that he, whatever, whatever, whatever he is doing, weiter goes to you. So the, 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 uh, the Maimur Chazal says that, um, that uh, the tzaddik takes his chalik and his friend's chalik in Gan Eden. What's that referring to? Says the gun is referring to a situation where you give somebody Musr, you give some Teichacha, Birudvarm, and he doesn't listen. Then, um, whatever schar he should have been getting, not the schar that he would have gotten if he would have listened to me, but the schar that, that um, was destined to come to him in the world to come will not go to him anymore in the world to come because he's consigning himself to, we're talking about someone that doesn't listen to my toichacha and makes himself into a rasha, who 
Uchas Hashem is not going to earn his chelik in Eilam Haba, then that chelik that was awaiting him in Eilam Haba is going to be my chelik. A scary thought, but again, this is just this is a Maimer Chazal that a Russia gets a double portion of Gehenim, a Tzadik gets a double portion of Gan Eden, a Russia gets his chalik and his friend's chalik in Gehenim, a Tzadik gets his chalik and his friend's chalik in Gan Eden, and we're not talking about getting your friend's chalik in Gan Eden because you were mezakah them with mitzvahs, and their mitzvahs can't double, we're not talking about that guy, because I'm not really getting your chalik, you're getting your chalik, and I have a shutvah in your chalik. We're talking about someone who's not getting any chalik, we have Ruven and Shimon, Ruven went to Gan Eden, Shimon didn't go to Gan Eden, Shimon's chalik is waiting unclaimed Gan Eden, that also goes to Ruvain. Well, under what circumstances to go to Gan Eden, to, to go to Ruvain, the Gemara doesn't explain to us, um, you know, who do we side, which tzaddik does it go to? I get my chilek and my friend's chilek. Who, who Who's the friend that gets Shimon's chilek? Who do we award Shimon's chilek to? When he becomes a Russian, goes to Gehenim, doesn't go to Gan Eden. So it says the guy, and it goes to the guy who gave him Musr, gave him Teichacha, and Shimon did not tell to, Shimon did not listen. Shimon didn't listen to that Teichacha. That's who gets Shimon's Chalik in Gan Eden, the Chalik that was waiting for Shimon. So it's not even just Reuven anymore getting a Shutvas, getting a, a, an involvement, a partnership in someone's Chalik in Gan Eden who went there. He's getting someone's Chalik exclusively in Gan Eden when he gave them Musr and they wouldn't listen. Now, why does that work? Why is that? And this Viter, again, the guy speaks this out, Viter, to help us overcome our natural inhibitions and in giving another Yid Toichacha. Don't say that who are you to give them to and don't say they're not going to listen to you anyway. But who are you? Who cares who are you? Look, 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 look what you stand to gain. You give them Musr and the they're going to listen to you. You are the catalyst responsible for and therefore earning a share in all their future misses. And even if they don't listen to you, that's still not a good reason not to give them Teichacha. If I care, you'll still benefit, even though it's a little bit... Um, It, 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 it's true, it is a benefit that comes in an unsettling way because they're taking a plunge. But again, it, there's, no, there's no good argument that you shouldn't give them teichacha because he may not listen to you. If he doesn't listen to you, you're going to get their chalik in Gan Eden entirely. Why is that? Why, why, why does that work? What's the lumdus behind that, that you get your chalik and their chalik? The Teretz is, I said, what are you doing when you... When you um, when you give them teichach, as we said, you are seeing that there's somebody drowning, another you're drowning, and you're saying, how can I let them drown? But more than that, you have total clarity as to where they should be. Anyone will save anyone from physical death because that's a no-brainer that's very clear and obvious and apparent that this guy's about to die, mamish. So anyone would jump into the lake, jump into the river, and save the guy from, from death. Anyone would, would run into the street and grab that little kid, Rahman al-Islam, that's about to get run over and pull him to safety. Anybody would do that. Hey, you can't let a human being die. When I do that in a spiritual sense, that I give you birudvarm, I give you taychach, I clarify that your life is out of control spiritually, I'm doing it because it's so clear to me. I can give you clarity because I have clarity that you're in spiritual abandon. You're teetering and tottering on the spiritual abyss, the brink of destruction and the, the edge of disaster. That's what I see clearly. <clears throat> and... That means it's very clear to me what life is all about. Life is about eternity. Life is about Ganadin. Life is about the afterlife. And that's the only reason that I'm intervening and, and getting involved in your life to save you because I see that, that the same way it's clear that your life is about to end 
when that truck is barreling down on you, when you're draining in that lake. It's very clear to me that your spiritual life is about to end when you stop doing mitzvahs and you stop coming to show and you stop going to the base medish. Very clear that your spiritual life is about to end. So it's very clear to me that, that life, real life is the afterlife and that's where the real life is the Yom Shekulay Aruch is Shekulay is, Toif. Is, is, um, that, that's what real life is, is about, the eternal afterlife. And when I have that clarity and there is now a portion up for grabs, that's my portion because I had a personal investment over there. I already had a personal involvement over there. I saw your eternal life, eternity, your afterlife waiting for you. I said, Rabbi, you're, you're dying. Look at your eternity over there. How, how, can you, how can you abandon that? How can you not achieve that? How can you not attain that? I see with clarity that you're about to lose your eternal life, your afterlife. I have um, a personal involvement there, a personal interest there, and a personal clarity there. I made that so real to you, you because it was already so real to me. So I am the natural resident of there because I already like made it mine in that, that I grasped how real it was and how important it was for you not to lose out on it. So that's the lumdus is why, why I get your chilek when you don't get that chilek anymore. And I am zayich that chilek by giving you the clarity about that chilek. It really exists. It's, it's real. I scattered it out, so to speak. I see it as a homestead. I see it as an estate. So I'm the next in line to get it because I have a certain degree of a kinyan in it. I have a certain degree of ownership in it. I have a certain degree of attachment to it. So it goes to me because I made it my point to see it with clarity. And that's why I was sharing it with you with clarity. Okay, excellent. This is a good place to stop. And we will continue tomorrow with a final simon in Perikvav. Thank you all for